Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Selena Underground Podcast. Your look at news, events, business, business groups. This is going to be a fun. This is a cool one. They're all cool. I got to stop saying that. Like, they're all cool interviews. But uh, this one, yeah, we've, we've set it up a while ago. And I'm, I'm excited that you guys are finally in the studio. It's super. Oh, wait. Can I don't even think we legally said it. It's the big game is today, right? You get in trouble because the word. That thing is copyrighted, and um, so you have to say the big game. It's so funny. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. The streets are very dead out there because everybody all, everybody's a 49er fan today. Um, but anyway, but I do have in front of me in the studio Ruby and Jose Luis from Salinas Valley Young Professionals. And, yeah, we're going to talk all about that. And I don't, I'm excited because I've heard of groups with young professional at the end, and I'm so curious, like, are you, is it all connected? And Anyway. We're going to figure all this out today. But anyway, well, welcome, you two. Welcome into the studio. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. And I want to start with this because this is Selena's Underground Podcast and you're called Selena's Valley Young Professionals. So, like, are, what's your both Selena's connection? Are you two from Selena's? I personally, uh, I am from Selena's. I grew up here, went to high school here, um, have branched out into the Selena's Valley of South County. So um, I have ties in North and South County. And you have to ask this being from Salinas, what high school did you graduate from? Um, Everett Alvarez High School. Oh, cool. Oh, so you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> so no wonder you're doing good stuff in the community. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Just kidding. Other high schools. No, I graduated from Alvarez as, as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. So what about you? As uh, I'm originally from uh, Michoacan, Mexico. Uh, oh, okay. I came to Salinas uh, when I was two months old. So oh, I okay. Yeah. I do claim Salinas as home. Uh, I was also uh, raised here in Salinas, so I graduated from Salinas High, class of 2017. And, uh, you know, just out here in the community, getting involved, and like to think of myself as a professional volunteer of sorts. That, dude, that's cool. And we're, oh, we're going to get into that, because, yeah, I, I love people that are involved like this in the community. And um, so anyway, so did you... All right, I got, I'm like, there's two of you. I got, I got, I got to start. So Ruby, did you go to, to college after high school? I did. Um, I currently have a master's degree in public administration. I studied uh, my undergrad at San Jose State University, um, studied sociology. So really um, learning just the institutions, how they have an impact on people, human behavior, things of that nature. Um, later pursued my master's degree um, to learn more about um, public administration, public policy, and how you know we as individuals can have an impact on the um community at large you know yeah. small large um. oh, that's so cool. well first of all i think i i'm so happy there's people like you in the world because just like with doctors and stuff like i don't want people to be hurt but i couldn't be a doctor uh, that is just like not only am i not smart enough but it's like it's gross <laughs> and if someone's like oh, my arm's broken I'd be like dude sorry you know, but I'm so I'm so happy that there's other people that are like, oh, I want to try to fix that, you know. Mm -hmm. And again, what you speak of, it sounds I don't want to say boring that that's so, so mean, but it is kind of like political science. You know, it's tough stuff. And like, but somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. And I'm so glad that there's people like you that are willing to take that on, because if the world was dependent on people like me, it would never work. It would never function. There'd be a bunch of podcasts, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there would be no public policy. Dude, and so what? what's that? Like, I'm so curious, and, and, and excuse my ignorance, but like, so you study like, 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 like city ordinances and how they affect people or like 
or like nonprofits and how they work with the communities? Or A little bit of both. Um, my interest was more in um, human resources and, you know, policies within the oh workforce, God, specifically, so around, like you. <laughs> um, specifically around mothers and, you know, um, making sure that people are aware of their family, family leave of absence, things of that nature, really taking advantage of, you know, the different policies that are not only set at the workplace, but on a state and federal level. Um, so that's really what led me to want to pursue that after, you know, I, I became a mom. Um, it led me to my other career, which, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about soon. But, you know, it really started with that need to learn about um, policies within the workforce to really empower the employees that, um, you know, work so hard yeah. for our community. Dude, that that's so cool that that I'm, I'm like literally sweating. You're so smart. You're putting, you're putting me on the spot. No, but dude, because I where I work, because, you know, you get that that poster every year. It's got a button. I put up the new one like last week and I was reading it and I was like, no way. First of all, the federal minimum wage is like seven bucks. That's what? <laughs> what? That big? Oh, my God. And if you have if you're tipped, it's like two dollars. Anyway, I was it, it, I've managed this company for 16 years. The first time I actually read it, you know, and I mean, it's a small company. We don't. And but I remember one time, uh, you know, one of my employees, she got pregnant and I was reading that thing and I was or I think it was our SOP. And I was like, you know, we're supposed to do it. Like, if you want to, you know, do this or that, like, we're legal. I didn't know, you know. And I was like, I don't know if you've thought about this, but I just happen to read this. So if you need some kind of accommodation, like, we have to do this, apparently, which I'm cool with. I just want to let you know, like, I didn't know that that. So then you take stuff like that and then kind of digest it and then take it to the employee or do the employees have to come find you? So that's actually in my last position. So um, I worked for the county of Monterey. I worked in family and children's services. Um, really, the learning was for my own uh, my own knowledge to make sure that I was taking advantage again of of the time that I was um, allotted for bonding with my with my young you know newborn child. Yeah. Um, again, I I pursued a, a different career path um, after you know working with with. Um, the the county of Monterey, mm-hmm. um, but really, you know, still working with um, empowering people. Um, so I, I wasn't in a role of at the time, but you know, I did make some some changes as far as bringing awareness to um, uh, lactation in the workforce, um, which is a very important topic for moms. You know, having a a clean and sterile environment to you know work um, on maintaining you know their milk supply during the first. Um, several months after, actually up to a year um, after giving birth. So, you know, really empowering women to really um, be able to come back to work sooner, right? Um, that's what the employers want for their employees to come back to work sooner. But, ah, but that also, sucks. <laughs> like, no, stay with your kids, right. man. Uh, yeah. However, you know, yeah. having a space to be able to um, still be accommodated um, so that they are able to continue to provide those you know, nutrients to their child. So that's really what led me on. Um, it's kind of the scope of, of my my really practice practice and implementation um, during that time. Um, you know, we did surveys, questionnaires, you know, and bringing awareness to that topic. So that was something that I did take a part of, you know, along with some other um, people. So. I, when I was putting that poster up, that was one of the sections I read and it came to breastfeeding. It was like, and it can't just be like a break room that you say, don't go in there for 20 minutes. It has to be like, it's pretty yep. detailed of what, again, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm, again, it's so crazy that you, these are rules that are applied every day, but you don't really know about them unless you take the time out to, to read them. But anyway, I, I could go forever on that. Okay, Jose Luis, now it's your turn. I want to hear yours. Did you go to, to college after Selena's High? Uh, I did. I initially went off to Oral Roberts University out in Oklahoma. Uh, I did that. Sounds for, fancy. <laughs> is that a private school? Yeah, it's a small private uh, Christian school out oh, okay. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, I did that for three years, but unfortunately the pandemic hit, so oh. I ended up having to drop out of school. Uh, but I just started going back to school, um, doing school online with a Mexican university, uh, Universidad Interamericana para el Desarrollo, UNID for short. I'm doing uh, Derecho y Ciencias Jurídicas. So I went to school for international relations. So I always was fascinated by like economic policy issues, like on an international scale. Mm-hmm. So like negotiating trade deals like the NAFTA, USMCA, things like that. Was, <gasps> Once again, I'm so happy there's people like you. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'd be like, I don't know, give me some wheat and here's some goats. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Well, and when you go, when you start going to school internationally, do you have to basically start over or does the credits, that kind of stuff transfer over? Uh, no, it was a domestic school, uh, but the program was revolved around like international policy. Oh, okay. So uh, most of our work was, you know, uh, related to United Nations, uh, international institutions like the Arab League, the African Union, and different things like that. That's, again, I'm, now I'm fully intimidated. I'm just... It's <laughs> yeah. so it's interesting. I, and I love it. And this is why I love to do this show because you guys are walking around these streets and you're around here with have these ideas and and yeah and I, I love being able to showcase showcase that well then let's get it so how did okay you guys have different paths at this point and where where does salinas valley young professionals come into this well uh i obviously came came back during the pandemic yeah uh, we just recently kind of came out of it still are kind of coming out of it in a lot of senses but just kind of seeing the need for a sense of community particularly about uh young professionals uh as it is, it's kind of we kind of already have like a small population of like young professionals. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of hard to leave Salinas and come back. Housing's kind of expensive, as we all know. Um, cost of living doesn't help. So just building that community amongst ourselves and kind of keeping that network and building that out from here. And did you guys have a hand in founding the group? Yes, we did. We were part of the founding. All the board members that we currently have are part of the founding uh, team. And who? I'm so because I, I love how the, these things come together. How would, so who had the idea? Like, did you guys know each other? I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to say before this idea came together. And how did you guys find each other? We did not. So essentially, young professionals groups uh, generally are kind of uh, started under chambers of commerce. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yes. So the Salinas Valley Chamber of Commerce kind of put out like an open open call. Like, you know, if there's anyone we're looking for young professionals, age 21 to 39, if you're interested, we're 39. I'm, yes. I'm, I thought I was aged out. No yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm still here. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they put out the call. They said, like, you know, we're going to have an initial meeting to just kind of like, you know, get get a feel for the community. If there's an interest to have like this kind of group, the initial meeting went well. We had a second meeting, had, you know, founded the group, had elections. And voila, here we are. Salinas Valley Young Professionals. That's so that's so cool. I I. I love it. Yeah, because taking things from ideas to actually something is just, it's so hard sometimes. So it's so cool to hear the stories that when that happens. And here's, I was thinking about this and I'm I'm, tr- I'm hoping I could word this correctly. Because like you mentioned, this is a smaller area, not just, you know, population wise, but also for young professionals. And 
I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice without like feeling like I'm calling somebody out because I've I've met a lot of people over the ten years of of doing this, this podcast, and I feel sometimes there is a little bit of what you would call like small town mentality, where people are just more concerned with how do I look to my like is my neighbor looking up to me you know do they think I'm cool whereas like when you leave Salinas and you go to other places like it's really just about the community you know it's not about like oh I'm the president of the Elks Lodge or whatever and they just walk around like like they're cool and I'm sure that happens elsewhere but I'm like how how can because Salinas like I remember writing an article about Salinas I called it a 17 year old like I feel like Salinas is like a 17-year-old kid. You know, it's got all this energy, and, and it doesn't really know where to put it. You know, you're still trying to figure yourself out. But also, that's really going to define what you are going into the future. So it's like it's a, we're at a very important time. So I'm like, do do you see this out in the community? And, you know, this kind of, like, people just doing it just to kind of show off a, a title? And if so, like, how do you overcome that? Well, I think the the beauty about our our organization is, you know, what we're trying to do is bring, you know, the individuals who come from Salinas who have gone out into, you know, the work world or, you know, school world from a different environment, but really have a passion of helping grow our community, you know, where we come from, our roots, right, from the Salinas Valley. So, you know, a number of our, our members are, you know, from here who have gone out and now want to help you know, elevate, you know, the, the local community, really bring those connections within each other, you know, help build a network. And, you know, part of our our um, our pillars is networking. One of our pillars is networking. So really building those partnerships within our local group, but also inviting people who are interested with the common goal of advancing, bringing back, you know, their knowledge and their skills to really help build our community you know we have such a great you know group of people in the salinas valley and everybody has so much heart and passion um, but really you know applying our skills and our our knowledge and our our passion again to you know the areas where we where we excel and you know having that invitation of people is really what we're all about and you know really going out and and sowing those seeds of of growth and expansion so i think that's what we stand for you know a, a piece of it right yeah well, and it's Salinas Valley Young Professionals. So, what is the scope? How the geographically is it? Literally, just the, the Salinas Valley. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the, what we're intending to serve right now. Uh, there used to be a group on the Monterey Peninsula uh, that was Monterey Peninsula Young Professionals. We've interviewed so them as well. Yeah, so we're kind of like the unless only they're not active. cool. Ah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no they're cool, the cool. group. Yeah, uh, but we're kind of like the only active group uh, for right now in, in the county for young professional for Salinas Valley Young Professionals. There is like a farm bureau program called um young ranchers and farmers okay yeah i do have the, their chapter down there as well they're also a very fun group yeah dude they, yeah they look yeah they look, they look way too cool for me but i'm like dude this is cool that, that this is happening and is there so you say they're done through usually through chambers of commerce but is there any connection there like can you call like the santa cruz chamber of commerce and say hey can you connect us to your Local young professionals group or sound like so you can mix that way. Yeah, for the most part, uh, not every chamber of commerce does have a young professionals group. Uh, I don't believe, for example, Santa Cruz County. I don't think that they have something similar to that. I don't think Santa, uh, San Benito County has something similar either. I think the closest group to us would probably be Silicon Valley young professionals up in the Bay Area. Damn, nice. And so, if I wanted to join this group, this sounds interesting. How do you get a hold of you? 
Uh, you or you're like, just... memberships are closed, everybody. No, <laughs> absolutely not. No, always accepting new members. Uh, you essentially just go to our uh, Instagram bio. We have a link to sign up to just to stay updated. We don't have like a membership fee or anything. It's like an open enrollment kind of process. Uh, we'll just kind of keep you up to date. And you're essentially a, a young professional just by signing up as long as you meet the age. Uh, most of our events are usually held at a place that does have some sort of alcohol involved. So that's that's kind of part of the reason why we have the 21 and up requirement uh, yeah do you never mind we'll talk off the air <laughs> yeah i just got an idea yeah. um so and and yeah so that is ba basically what the group is because i'm seeing y'all are doing like a run you do like meeting at at uh toro park and doing a run was that you guys oh yeah we were doing a hike a hike okay yeah. yeah so and and that's what the group is really just meeting you know is it uh, anything other than just just having these kind of networking mixer type events yeah, so we have, like Ruby mentioned earlier, what we call the five pillars of service. And we have five pillars. It's uh, networking, education, access, recreation, and philanthropy. So when we first started the group, we had a lot of brainstorming sessions, lots of hours put into it, mm -hmm. and thinking about what we wanted the group to be about exactly. Like, is it just going to be solely focused on networking? Is it on professional development? Like, what exactly is it that we're trying to do? So what we decided is, like, really empowering young professionals to grow as leaders and make an impact in their community. And we felt that those five pillars were the best way to achieve that. Uh, networking uh, is really key because I think that that's something that we tend to learn later on in life, uh, just how important networking is. Sometimes mm -hmm. and as we progress professionally, sometimes it's not so much what you know or your skills, it's who you know uh, in life. So under having that understanding additionally, right now we may be young professionals, but you know, that we may you may be meeting someone who's in the banking industry but that's the next ceo of you know pacific valley bank yeah you know, or local institutions and you know we're the people that are here we're the people that are going to be the leaders coming in the future so kind of going in there with that understanding building those connections now so that we're all you know more prosperous in the future yeah and what would you consider a, a young professional because is, is there a vetting process like <laughs> No, not really. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people with the common goal of wanting to exceed, wanting to connect, make an impact on their community. I mean, we have people who are in the healthcare industry, you know, financial industry. I myself am now in wellness, um, you know, public public service. We have people from all walks of life, environmental um, specialists, um, recreation, you know, in the soccer and, you know, really bringing about um, physical wellness to to the community. So, I mean, really anybody who has a skill set who wants to share their passion and their love for for learning and, and impact is is really all it takes to become a member. I know at, at the Monterey Peninsula, young professionals did a field trip to the the water treatment plant one time. <laughs> so I was like, dude, you guys do have like a very different kind of member. Like you're the only group I've ever thought that would ever ever do that and so so and it's a year-long thing the pro the you know the events are, are going constantly so people can just go and sign up now and there's probably yeah there'll probably be some event going on like for example this upcoming saturday we have another recreation series event this time out in the peninsula uh we're doing like a a walk with like some coffee we're meeting out in monterey walking from uh, lover's point down to canary row and back um you know just having like that mingling opportunity like you mentioned, one of the things that we, one of our pillars is recreation. So we do believe that as part of like being young people and, you know, being mindful of our bodies and our community uh, in the health issues that affect our community, like obesity, uh, diabetes, uh, incorporating 
uh, physical activity into our part of our lives. So that's also part of the well, record. Well, and from this area, again, like I was telling you, my football is, is a round ball with, with diagonal or with hexagons on it. Um, and so this area, it, like, you know, being a heavily Mexican Latino area, soccer is such a big thing. And it, it, it's, you know, and I mean, we, we're doing a, a much better job of that. That new constitution expansion is, is looking beautiful and, and the, but like there's still more you know we could we could still do more and it's like we already love this sport and again going back to that you know it, it ties into the health and wellness and all this and um yeah so i love that there's people that are pushing that and now we have a, our own professional soccer team i still love that i know uh it's sometimes tricky whatever they're not some people oh, they're not from here or whatever some millionaire from from out of the area but i absolutely love that uh, there's like a pipeline now where a kid can be a really good high school soccer player or or you know club soccer player and then play professionally at home like that's so amazing to me that, that that's now a thing and whatever you're not a millionaire or whatever but you're you're playing professional at at home and before and i would bother me so much because i've been before it was a podcast it was a soccer blog for a year so uh, when i would do the soccer blog it would be so frustrating where you would there's so much talent you know like dude this kid has got talent like mls level talent and and he drives a forklift for Taylor Farms, you know, and then nothing run wrong with that, you know, like he's he's contributing, but it's like there was just no no pathway, you know, like how do you become a, a professional? There was there was like no connection, and now it, we have again our own team, and this is not turning into commercial for for the union, but I just think it's so cool. And then again, in organizations like yours, it's this is it's changing a lot. I remember being, you know. 18, 19, 20, and I knew I wanted to be a business, because at that time I still thought business owners are rich and rich people have no problems. <laughs> yeah. oh, you grow up, you're so wrong. It's so wrong. It's so wrong, everybody. Um, but and I, but I didn't know that. I didn't, okay, I wanted to own a business. But how how does one own a business? Do you call like Sacramento and say, hey, give me a business for or like, you know, and th there was really no other than the internet not a lot of places to go. And so it's cool, like organizations like yours, I feel like somebody have had questions, even if they don't want to join, they could just show up to a mixer and be like, hey, like, does anybody know how to get a business license, you know? Well, I mean, I'm, ex I'm excited to share that actually one of our educational series was how to start your own business. And we well, had- Well, see, that's why I leave this, it's a sec, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read your notes and I, could, and I and I analyzed it. No, just kidding. Yeah. That's a perfect segue. <laughs> yeah. um, we did have um, a owner, CEO, and president of SSB um, Construction. His name is Steve Goldman. He came into um, a group of of young, you know, professionals um, at college at Hartnell College. Hartnell College, excuse me, um, and you know, provided a workshop on how to start your business, and and that's you know part that's of the so educational cool. series of really educating people, empowering them, and providing them the the skills and resources on how to do that. Um, so that's yeah. you know one of the one of the things that we have done that you know actually was very successful, right? Yeah, we the, that room was packed. Like there was standing room. That's like, so yeah, to cool. Be out there, yeah. Well, that's what I love. There's so go, there's so much energy in this area, you know, and like, yeah. And sometimes people get frustrated and they'll just open a stand, you know, just in the on the street and with you know, and then the city will come shut it down. But they're like, well, I don't know how. I don't know this stuff, but I know what I want to do. That that's cool. Mm -hmm. Has any did any businesses come out of it? You know. Uh, not that we're aware of, but, you know, uh, I was also a presenter. My day job is uh, being a program analyst for uh, Salinas United Business Association, SUBA. Oh, sick. Uh, yeah, so I got to present on the act the logistical part of like, oh, this is the permit. You know, if you need help for funding, these are the groups that you reach out to. These are the organizations, et cetera. And then Mr. Goldman gave more like the practical, like, you know, 
this is a successful business owner. Like this is the practicality of it. And then here's a successful business owner. Learn from him. Yes. Successful yeah. business owner. I could literally picture his logo right now. As you're yeah. saying, I've seen SSB construction all over this County, man. Right. Um, that's so I'm, that's so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm sold. Uh, <laughs> I'm in, where do I sign up? Um, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to, I don't want to, well, I want to, <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. I got caught my own self up. So I, I'm like, I, I do. I want to keep talking about what, what, are, what more are we missing about? I want to, you know, make sure that we talk about the group. Cause I really am so curious about your personal stories. That's what I'm really trying so hard to not turn this into like, all right, now you tell me your story. Ruben. Now you tell me your story, but no, th this group. So what's the future for this group? Is it, you know, are you, is it going to keep ex like, cause do you want like, a hundred members, you know, kind of thing. Is that, or you just want people kind of cycling in and out? Uh, our goal, the goal would be that, you know, people be involved regularly. Like we're not, the goal isn't necessarily for you to have to like attend every single event. Yeah. You have like a rather robust calendar. We'd like to think. Um, but you know, as long as you're engaged every now and then we have, like we said, we have lots of different pillars. So another one is also philanthropy. So, uh, like we did like a cleanup, uh, community cleanup with Amor Salinas out in the Suba area. We went out there, picked up trash in collaboration with like the high schools. Um, we've also uh, collaborated with the Chamber uh, Foundation to do the children's shopping tour, getting volunteers and bodies out there to take children shopping for clothes out in the winter. So there's plenty of different opportunities to get involved um, and in lots of different ways, whether it's through education, through the specific networking component. We also have like our access series, which is meant to get you in the door with people who we might not usually get uh, a foot out the door. Yeah. And for example, that one would be, we held a um, lady boss mixer uh, last year uh, where we had Mayor Kimberly Craig. Uh, we had uh, the C uh, president and CEO of Blue Zones Project Monterey County, Tiffany DeTulio and um, Esmeralda Montenegro Owens. Uh, she is a media journalist, um, uh, Grammy winning, nominated, and uh, she owns Precious Stone uh, PR. So we had all of them come and speak it was like a, a woman-led panel um and what? just so you know, cool. got to hear about their experiences as women in their respective fields how things were when they were younger women versus how they are now and the different opportunities it's just a great opportunity to hear from them that's that's so cool i i man you guys i'm like you guys exhaust me i'm like what if i'm not doing it a lie you guys that is so cool that's and well i'm out What's the, what's the future for Suba? I'm, I'm so curious. What, what's what's coming up in the Alisal? Because it, it really, Suba really covers Alisal, right? Like yeah. that that's really the main. I, I love that. And I'm going to, that's sort of me trying not to turn, but I can't, I can't not, sorry. Because I love that. To me, Alisal, between like 101 and Sanborn mm -hmm. is like, it's probably my favorite neighborhood in the city. It's so lively and the city's pushing so hard to try to make, I mean, we're in old town right now. They're trying to make this main street is like more lively thing. And I, and it's, it looks nice. They've done a great job. I'm not, not complaining about that, but it's just like, dude, Alice is already like halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> like why, why not just focus on there? You can go to 10 o'clock at night and Alice Al is lively. It's busy. The, all the restaurants are open. There's people walking around. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to try to, create that like it's already there why not just make nicer sidewalks and yeah um but anyway do, are do you know of any projects or anything excited that you're of 
Uh, Looking forward to in the, the neighborhood? Well, the city did receive a, a state grant, a $2 million grant. It's called the Alisal Greening Grant. So they are going to be installing, um, putting in more trees and more benches, more trash cans to help out with uh, all that. Uh, there's also talks of potential funding for some sort of public-private partnership to do like murals uh, and things like that. Um, additionally, uh, Suba has a new initiative that they're going to be calling Colores y Sabores. Uh, it's going to be coming later this year. It's going to be a, like a monthly event, I believe. Uh, it's going to be on Fridays uh, just to get the community more involved, the partnership with the like Arts pop Council. pop-up type of it or something? Yeah. Oh, um, that's so Yeah, cool. so collaborating with different groups. One of the things that we're thinking is uh, really working, like, for example, with um, car clubs to bring them out on specific days and have some sort of cultural, like, art event, whether it's some performance with a local group. Uh, uh, high school or things like that. We're looking for different ways to bring more foot traffic out that's to the super so area. Oh God, that's yeah. so Particularly because cool. those businesses, they don't have like large parking lots like, you know, the North mm-hmm. side does. Yeah. So they really do depend on actual foot traffic. Yeah. So events that drive foot traffic to uh, the super area are kind of what we're focusing on for the next year. Well, and that's what I like. Again, there's already a walkable, dense neighbor. Like, they're literally trying to invent this. And it's like, it's like, it's already there. How cool would it be to live there? And you walk over to to the supermarket or, or whatever million shops there are. Right? There's so many little shops there. Um, that That's super cool. I'm, 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 in, I'm in on that, too. I'm, dude, and what was I? Oh, my God. I had I had the question. It was going to be it was going to be another another east side question. About Alisal. Anyway, I'm like desperately trying to. I I, did, I thought it was a good question. I thought it was pretty clever. Anyway, Ruby, your turn. Your come. Was it? Oh, that wasn't the. It wasn't the question. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. I know this is terrible podcasting, but the garbage can thing. You were yeah. saying that you got a grant for garbage cans. I was talking to a. a I met this a Russian person that's living in Salinas right now. He's that dude's so fish out of water, uh-huh. <laughs> and he was just like. Why are American streets so dirty? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's pretty nice right now. It just rained. And he was like, dude, he's like, in Russia, like, every 10 meters, there's a garbage can. And we're literally standing right here on Alisal, and I look to the left, and I look to the right, and I can't see a garbage can in sight. I'm like, hmm, damn, dude, all right, you well, you, you got me there. Like, huh, I don't understand why we don't. And the benches, too. Oh, my God, I... I'm, I like public transportation. I know that some people, they just, I don't know, they have this weird thing with it, but I absolutely love it. I don't want my car. I hate I hate having to own a car. It's annoying. Um, but one thing that bugs me, dude, like there's not even benches for bus stops. Like you see this lady and she's like leaning on the pole waiting for the bus. That's going to take like 45 minutes to get there. And it's just like such simple things that make a city livable. Yeah. And that garbage cans and benches, it's such so little things. And I'm, I'm excited to hear that, that there's $2 million. So we're going to get like four benches and two garbage cans. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I had to be sitting. Yeah. No, no, I, I know. you. And that that's so cool. I, I love, I, I've been, what, I, I love to see, you know, I go to city council meetings and, you know, read all the reports, watch all the permits that get pulled and stuff. And like, I follow Suba and, because it's still, you know, your meetings are public and stuff, so you, yeah. you, you can get some information. So it's pretty neat mm-hmm. to see that there's people that's always working that try to make it, I don't know about better, but different. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's super cool. And I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for those, that event, you know, the like an art pop-up. When, what's the sabores? Is there food? Is going to be a food component? 
to, so to be confirmed. <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, don't want to get it hurt before we pull our own permits. But, you know, colores y sabores will to be announced. Yeah, because oh, I'm i I'm such a, a – San Francisco is – I mean, people are trying to say there's like a doom loop or whatever. I still love that city. But the way it seems to be coming back is they're focusing on their, their drinks and their food. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's put food in as many places as possible and people will follow the food. Yeah. And I think in this area, like, again, I'm sure you, from wherever you are in Michoacan, you probably have a very unique recipe, maybe for a same dish that, you know, that my family made up in Mexicali, but it's completely different, you know? And yeah. so there's like this endless variety of food that's available here. And I'm just like. Oh, we need more food in the in this town. Yeah. Um, yeah. That Greyhound station should be a food hall. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, I wish I had millions of dollars. Um, but I'm going to do that by joining your group. That's where I start. <laughs> but Joyce Salinas Valley Young Professionals. Yeah. That's funny. Because Monterey Peninsula Young Professionals, they aged out at 35. That's why I thought I was like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get to interview them, but I'm not going to be able to join them. Yeah. But I got two years. I turned 37 in a, cu- in a couple months, so I yeah. still got two years. Yeah, get involved now. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, in two years, you're like, sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. We gave you the opportunity. Thanks for the interview. The interview was cool, <laughs> but you're too old now. You're old people. You're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, again, I absolutely love it. Like I said, I, I know I'm not trying to joke about the age thing, but mm-hmm. this this area has a bunch of great people and and a bunch of people with great ideas, and I think for a long time, they had to literally leave the area to express themselves and those ideas. And, and you know, it was hard for people to find each other. And, and again, in the, out of that frustration, they would leave. And then you know, they come back for the holidays and they're doing all this cool stuff in Fresno or Seattle or Houston. And you're like, well, what about us, man? Like, that sounds cool. We could be doing it here, you know? And, and a lot of the times it's not like, screw this town, I'm out. It's just like, well, I couldn't find anything, you know? I couldn't find either funding or just, Somebody that knows HR. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry okay. to, to again be so reduction about you, your no, job. <laughs> I know you do more than HR, but yeah, it, it, these these kind of organizations are awesome. The networking thing is, is again, it's just so key. You just never know at one of these events. You're just like, dude, if I just had someone that can run a drone, uh-huh. I would get this great shot for this thing I needed. And then this old person over here is you're like, what do you mean, dude? I'm a drone pilot and I, I need clients. What's up? Yeah. So I, I like, I like these. And usually where, where are these mixers kind of held? Like uh, they tend to be you did say it was 21 and over. Yeah. Uh, our first mixer actually was, which was a great success. I think we had over a hundred guests maybe oh, um, was at 201 main. So right yeah. down the street. Um, so we tend to, um, local, you know, obviously local, um, somewhere in the in the middle of people you know from all walks of life can come and, and join um we've had one there we've had um the other one where was uh, well, the other one was at the last call bar yes. and grill and then our upcoming one uh next month in march on thursday the 21st is at heirloom pizza so nice. six to eight o'clock what date uh thursday the 21st oh, march shit. 21st yeah Dude, that air, man, that place is nice. Yeah, that, that place is well, and that's what's cool is that again, it's Salinas Valley, like you're saying, and and you're speaking of this neighborhood, mm-hmm. <laughs> its effort of trying to get more popular. I I think it's, it's it's neat that it brings people you know to the neighborhood that probably aren't aware of what it's like now, and I think yeah. that that's pretty cool. And you see that all the time when you're at you know at Alvarado because they did such a great job with that building, and people are like coming from the peninsula. That's 
that's it. They still talk crap, but they come. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they come out to our events too. And yeah. they'll be like, oh, I didn't know all this was going out here in Selena. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to check out Selena's more often. And it's cool because, you know, we get to highlight that, you know, we do have a vibrant and upcoming downtown. Yeah, exactly. There's, and I mean, I've, whatever, I'm not, I'm not trying to get all political, but I think Monterey was just like the, the, the daytime tourists is where it's at. They spend a whole lot of money. Like, why would we, nightlife just adds issues. And in Salinas, it's a bigger town. So like nightlife, you know, people getting rowdy. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's just a city, you know, <laughs> like it just happens. But people in Monterey is a little quieter over there, you know? So anyway, I, I like it. I think it's cool that, that there's just a place for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really excited about your organization. Well, and if I go again, I go on your Instagram and I see you're having a mixer, but I'm not a member. Could I still show up? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, how are you going to be a member, huh? If you don't show up, yeah. And uh, and what did you have to sign up or anything or uh, for this upcoming one? Yeah, you can choose to sign up. Usually, the fee is to cover like your your drink. So you get a drink for like a reduced price. You get a drink and appetizers uh, for free. And you know, if you want to purchase anything additionally, that it's on your own. Yeah, the networking is really where it's valuable. I think yeah. you're, you're going to meet a lot of people motivated that are and that's what stuff is finding your, your tribe kind of thing you know people that, that are into you into things that you're into and not necessarily public policy or things like that but just again just the professional sector yeah um because yeah i, I love seeing you know like the arts the on the artists i think covid kind of it, it was pretty neat to see the positives as weird as that sound of covid mm-hmm. and i think here locally the art community really really came together because they couldn't share or create art you know because they had to be alone so they, they figured out a way and i think the art community here has come out a lot stronger since covid and it's really cool to hear that now there's the young professionals which there is i'm sure there's a lot of in you know a lot of in between there but also it's different you know what you guys do so it you know there are more organizations more groups for people to find a place you know and and again and hopefully we don't lose them to seattle or houston <laughs> and and yeah, and if you do, you you're bad. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. I love those two towns. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, is there? Have I missed anything? I, I know you guys have a, a fair amount of notes. You're, man, you guys. The only other people, and I'm not trying to be mean. The only other people that come this prepared are the politicians. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, one of our. Um our main goals, you know, you, you talked about goals is, yes, increasing awareness, increasing membership, um, but also in, in, um, increasing our community partnerships, you know, working in collaboration with other businesses, um, sponsors who may be interested in funding um, our our um, our goals of really, you know, expanding the um, young professionals in the area, whether it's through financial support, um, use of venue, um, things of that nature, um, coming in as a guest speaker to really talk about and just donate their time mm-hmm. to speak to our, our, our groups, uh, group members. Um, so if anybody is interested in partnership or sponsorship, you can, again, reach us at our um, link in our bio, our Instagram bio, sv, s.v.y.p. Um, and, yeah, we'd be happy to partner and, and um work with other members of the community yeah particularly like down in south county like when we mean salinas valley young professionals we were intentional with the name yeah we could have easily just gone with salinas young professionals but we meant the valley so like one of our events that we held was like our first recreation event was down in soledad actually 
uh, we did a hike and wine tasting uh, in Soledad. Nice. Yeah, so that was a very fun, neat event. Um, I hear it's happening down there. Yeah, it, it really is <laughs> happening down there. They're getting the Dutch Brothers. They really the are. It really yeah. is. It, that's yeah. not just that. That billboard now is telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> they said it and they meant it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, working down there, uh, like for example, right now we have a formal partnership with Hartnell College. That's where we host our education series workshops. But, you know, partnering them to do maybe some workshops down in South County or if there's any groups in South County that have some sort of uh, service that or that they need, like, you know, bodies for volunteers for, reach out to us. We're more than happy to collaborate with them or, you know, again, businesses, different ideas that they have for maybe they're willing to donate their time to do a workshop like a, on, you know, financial literacy or some sort of other topic that's of interest for you young professionals. More than happy to work with other people. Yeah, and that I think that's a really good point of the, the Salinas Valley thing. And I always love to hammer this one. The Monterey County is the size of Delaware. Like I mean, I've never, honestly, never been to Delaware, but that's a whole state, you know. Yeah. Like that's a whole state, and Monterey County is that size. And I feel like sometimes South County gets the short end of the stick a lot. Like people don't even, they call it South County. I think some people even think it's a whole separate county called South County. Yeah. You know, it's like no, no, it's Southern Monterey County. That's still our neighbors, you know. And um, like recently, the they built they're gonna build like a new courthouse in Seaside instead of Soledad. Yeah, and it was like, bro, imagine you're in King City and you have to drive to either Monterey, Salinas, or Seaside to do county business, dude. That's like an hour drive. Speaking of the, you know, public transportation, it, you, you know, it's not easy and there's no benches <laughs> so yeah anyway i I love that you guys are are making sure to include that because yeah it it is there are neighbors you know they're there they are our neighbors and and yeah a lot of the times they get forgotten for the big sirs and carmels and monterey's and yeah and that, that's cool for them there's a lot of good stuff happening too. again solidad is it's exciting to see what what's going on over there yeah and yeah and it's good for the whole valley you know rising tides was it raise all, raise all boats kind yeah. of thing but i had to, i know i had a, one of these i know how to say it in, the, in these books somewhere yeah. but anyway thank you is there anything now was that ruby i don't think so. anything sorry for oh my, i'm i'm I, I'm I still feel so that pause. I'm like trying so hard not to be like, I want to pick your brain about what you do. And I want to pick your brain about what you do, but we don't have four. I mean, we do have four hours, but I, I realize people don't listen that long. <laughs> it's interesting to me. Yeah. It's interesting to me, but we'll have to get you back on individually and then talk about your own projects or something. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I think that'd be cool. But anyway, yeah. If you're interested or curious, again, just look up what it's SV s.v.y.p yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah it, even if yeah, yeah it'll come Salinas up but yeah professionals will pop up. exactly instagram's yeah. pretty good about helping you look yeah. for that thing but anyway thank you too for coming on this thank you for for putting up with my nonsense thank you <laughs> and thank us. you yeah thank you for, for coming back and doing this like i said this is really cool for the community somebody that again as you can tell, I love my community. I started this show just to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So it's it, to me, it's super cool. I wondered that when I started it 10 years ago, like, am I even going to have enough people to interview? And here we are literally 10 years later and the schedule's booked, you know. So yeah. it's a great place with a lot of cool people with really cool stories. And thank you for coming and sharing yours. Thank no, you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch you all next time. Peace. Bye-bye.